All right, we are back. Now sitting down with Sidious Mag Live <laughs> is another lifelong friend, Olympic champion, world champion, world champion, <laughs> Katie Moon. Thank you so much for sitting down. Thank yeah, you. Wow, absolutely. Thank how does you. that sound? I mean, we were talking before. I was like, I don't even know how to introduce you. We got too many <laughs> accolades now. Uh, no, it's, oh gosh, it's so fun. It's really, it's crazy to think that, yeah, it just, I, I, I'm so lucky to be good at what I love to do. It really makes it so fun. Um, you could have been good at distance I, running and hated it. Oh, yeah. trust me, I could never have been good at distance running. <laughs> I learned also, very quickly distance was not my forte. You were a gymnast and you were a diver once upon a time. Yeah. Would you ever go back to either of those? <laughs> no. If this, no. Is, if this doesn't no. work out. No. No. Funny enough, diving is is a lot scarier than, than pole vault, I think, because you, you can – Land, you know, smack and land on your back. You can hit the board. There are a lot more variables in diving, weirdly. Diving enough. looks terrifying. It was, yeah. So I, I respect it so much. And I, I think it gave me a lot of even more body awareness in the air and body control. So I think that helped a lot. But yeah, no, I, I'm good with my my four years in, in high school and calling it. I think that's actually a very valid point, being a diver and gymnast, giving that body awareness. I think it preps yes. you very well for the pole vault. Definitely. And I they you definitely don't have to have a gymnast background. I know a lot of people assume we do, um, and it can help. I only did it till about the third grade, but it gave me just basic upper body strength, body awareness. I would say flexibility, but I don't have an ounce of flexibility. So <laughs> none of that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, at the same time, you know, Sandy never did it. Jen never did it. So you, it, it can definitely help you. Um, but it's, it's not a requirement. Does that lack of basic fear of heights extend to the rest of your life? Like, are you no. an adrenaline junkie? Uh, I was when I was younger, when I was young and naive and had no fear. <laughs> if I had started pole vault any later, I, I wouldn't have started it because it's pretty scary. Um, and it is different when you're standing up high looking down at something. That I, I do have a fear of heights in that sense. Um, but with what we do, we just worked our way up slowly but surely into where that it's not really the fear of heights it's more of what can go wrong in that initial like impulse off the ground that's more where the fear comes in than the height itself so yeah so getting into I guess you know you shared the gold medal <laughs> and everyone had their own thoughts and opinions <laughs> everyone has an opinion <laughs> that's for I'm sure sitting with the two perfect people <laughs> 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 Everyone had an opinion. Oh yeah, that's life. How's that? How's that been? Oh, it's been so fun. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, there's been so much positivity and good, and so I really, I really didn't want to address the negativity because there has been so so much positivity coming our way, and I so appreciate that. But. What I will say is there has been a lot of negative critiques and not even that, just people kind of confused and not understanding why we would do that. How can the top athletes in the world want to share? I mean, oh, God forbid there's two <laughs> champions. Um, but I just, if nothing else, I've always said I want my platform to help put pole vault out there and help people understand it and just bring it to the world. And and in that moment, I thought it was good to just say, hey, this is this is what we were going through. This is what we experienced. This is why we did it. And I understand 
jump offs are very exciting. I get it. Um, you know, I, I've also seen the other side of jump offs where the athletes are so tired that the bar keeps coming down and down and down and down. And that's not really fun for anyone. Um, um, <laughs> the winning jump. Of yeah. Four yeah. Yeah. Like, right. Um, and I, again, I, I can understand maybe even being mad at the rule that they didn't require us to jump off. Um, or if we'd stopped at 490 and just didn't even finish out the competition. I, I understand all of that, but if you're that mad that we, that we made this decision because we were so fatigued and the pole vault really does become very dangerous. I, it's such a compliment to me when people say that you make it look easy because it really is. It's, what we do is so dangerous. My coach at his prime, he had the American record when he competed. He was one of the best of all time in a, in, I believe it was Monaco is one of the diamond leagues. I'm pretty sure he, he got, um, stood up and he crashed back down on the runway from 19 feet and shattered his pelvis. Um, we've seen athletes unfortunately become paralyzed. We've myself, I've gotten caught up um, where I've come up short, kind of come down on the bar and it's actually flipped me forward going head first into the box. And just all these things happen even to the best. You see it, you'll probably even see it a little bit, hopefully not fingers crossed, not, but you, you see sometimes even the best men in the world, the best women in the world, you know, getting rejected. And we thankfully have gotten pretty good at kind of saving those jumps, but nobody wants to see that. That's not fun for the crowd. That's not fun for the athletes. And our gut reaction was, I am, I guess I can't speak for her, but for me, it was just, I am so fatigued. I know I gave this everything I had. We have literal data showing that my step is moving farther and farther away at the takeoff. And again, you kind of have to be within inches of that. And it was just absolutely a no-brainer that to walk away healthy with with a gold with my friend, yes. <laughs> when I saw the message, I did. I was like, "Oh God, what did we say about it?" So- <laughs> <laughs> no, trust me, trust me. It's more the people again. Like, gosh, some people. <laughs> no, 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 I'll tell you what we said. It I think we were on the same page. Yeah, we were on the same page of like. Yeah, don't share it. Yeah. But also like yeah. No, no, no. We said as fans. As fans. We're like, yes. we want the jump but off. As, yes. as athletes, we're we like, oh, I yeah. don't share. Understand. And again, I I understand that mentality. I like jump offs are very exciting. Um, but it's more the people that are just so angry about oh, yeah. it. Not angry and, about that at all. Oh, these two are cowards. They they don't deserve the gold. Loser mentality. I had what? someone comment <laughs> loser mentality with the, the pointing emoji. That one I sent to my family (laughs) along with the gif of Mulan where he's like, dishonor on you, dishonor on your cow, dishonor like, like you're just never going to make everyone happy. I think that it's very understandable with Paul Ball, especially given how dangerous it is because um, Tara and I were texting and we were just like, if had this been long jump, we would have been like, no, you got one jump and whoever jumps the farthest is what it will be right but understanding that you guys were out there for so long it's also very hot outside for those yeah. of you that don't understand yeah it's hot and humid at yeah. that what would perfect weather conditions be for pole vault honestly it was pretty darn close to perfect because we would rather it be too hot than cold um it was no wind at all whatsoever oh, yes. it was that's beautiful. It was basically an indoor meet, just a little bit hotter. So I would say maybe five degrees cooler, but otherwise, because you don't want to have to keep 
you, we put our sweats back on in between, yeah. but you just don't want to feel like you have to, to stay warm and have to keep warming up before every bar, every jump. And so all things considered, it really was pretty phenomenal conditions. One of our ideas was like, because obviously we're always fixing the sport um, and coming up with <laughs> new bad ideas. That's right. Was that coaches should have to step in. Yeah. You think you would have had that? In, in terms of like literally jumping for yeah, like instead us? Instead of yes. the athletes, the coaches the have coaches to each have I would have loved that because <laughs> so Brad and uh, her coach was Paul Burgess, who was a six meter jumper as well. They were <laughs> such, no, they were, they're such good friends. They hang out at all the competitions. I literally went out with them after, uh, gosh, was it Lausanne? And we just sat while they had a drink and I just sat and laughed with them. They're just, they're such good friends. That would have been hysterical to try and watch them both try and pull Especially ball off. Now that coaches get medals. Yeah, yeah like, they oh, did. They're getting medals. I know. You want your medal? <laughs> That's right. right. <laughs> Step up. So that get actually would have been good. That uh, would have been hilarious. Too slightly out of shape. <laughs> I still would have backed Brad. Gosh, I love Burgess though. I that would have been so entertaining for sure. I wonder, like, did they make enough medals? Because now you need two extra for the coaches. You know, did, you'd like did, to think they. I don't. I hope they. Brought hopefully, it. they did over I, instead of right with, on. What happens with prize money? I have no idea. They maybe Actually, took out an like, insurance policy no in case. I don't know. I don't you know what happens know. to the automatic buy. I, yeah, I'm not I was sure. About to ask. Like, so this is just something kind of foreign that yeah. we're gonna have to figure out. Yeah. I, I okay. Go into your pockets. Give both full paydays. Give them both. Yeah, the, I think the guys. Both I'm here for that. Gold. Yes. I think yes. both definitely deserve buys because you both went out there and competed and you got gold. And Thank I think you. it would be nice to not have to split the money in half because you also I agree. It. <laughs> I think like, what I've heard is in the past, they'll just take first and second, add it up and split it in oh, half. So it. we'd get slightly less than what first would get. But okay. Slightly less. I, I'm not mad about no, it. Yeah. No, it's not too bad. I mean, as long as you guys both get your buys, I'll be happy. That, that is yeah. one thing that I think I, I might agree light the, the pitchforks on fire if they're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's funny too, because I know, you know, some people were saying, talking about contracts and, oh, they just were afraid to get silver. And I'm like, if I, if I was afraid to get silver, I wouldn't step on the track. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> like that's <laughs> sure. Um, but yeah, you it's, showed up that day not yeah. afraid to get silver. Yeah, and, I don't think anyone uh, yeah, out that, there is afraid to get silver, silver. Medal is still pretty phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not a bad day. Um, and so yeah, I just the other ones that that make me laugh are the people that said it was really calculated, like we planned that. And I'm what? like, if my plan was going first attempt through a world record, I don't know what anyone else's plan was, but yeah. that was you know it didn't go according to plan. But sure, we calculated that like. <laughs> So, uh, so I don't know what that, to, in summary, I have no idea what's going to happen with any of that because I didn't plan this. Well, this will be Contrary fun. to popular belief. <laughs> this will be fun to find out. I yeah. can't <laughs> yeah. wait to see what they decide and hopefully it's in the favor of you guys. I, I especially more with the automatic by yeah. that, that's what I care about more because the women's pole vault in the U.S. is so deep. I mean, the fact that all four of us made it to the final and did well in the yeah. final. Like yes. for the most part, it was just really competitive. And so I think we showed that we, we earned that and I obviously whoever wins earns it, but hopefully they kind of take that into account and can give both 
both countries that i also loved your caption bringing in stepbrothers because <laughs> as soon as i saw that i was just like best friends yep absolutely do you like, want to do karate what? in the garage yep <laughs> I, me and my friends quoted that all through college and i i said that out on the field like <laughs> right after it happened i was like have you seen stepbrothers i'm like trying to give context to it but it just yeah i that was the first thing that that came to mind so that what was, was the conversation story. like who how did you find out that that was an option yeah I so i I forgot. I didn't know you could even do that until the Olympics when the high jumpers did it. And going into a meet, obviously, you you just assume it's going to play out the way it needs to, and it's going to be one, two, three. And um, I, when I missed at ninety five, I was just frustrated because it, I was so tired, and I really wanted to to clear it and have it be done. And the thought of a jump off was, was really daunting and not to say I wouldn't have done it, but just when it, when you start to feel that way as a vaulter, that again, that's when, you know, like your body is saying like, this is, this isn't becoming safe anymore. And so the official walked up, she walked up and I just assumed we'd be jumping. So I said, okay, I think they're going to go to 95. And then I saw the look on her face and she looked also the same way that I was feeling inside. And I just said, you know, unless, unless you both, unless we both want to take it. And she was like, like share. And I was like, yeah. And it was just, we were kind of dancing around yeah, it. Yeah. Like you say it, no, you say yeah. it. Like, are Somebody you sure? was going to say it. Well, and I, yeah. And I didn't want to put that on her because she had never won her own outright. I, I just didn't want to, to push that on her, to assume that she wanted to do that. I would have jumped had she wanted to. Um, but when she seemed really excited, like she wanted to do that, it was just an immediate, yes, I'm, I'm so in, I am so happy that you <laughs> want to, because I'm so <laughs> tired. Um, uh, and yeah, that, that was kind of how that, that went down. How long does the competition end up being when you go that high and then fueling during it? Like you're talking yeah. about how tired you are. You're, yeah. Oh, you have to do the hardest part now that you're yeah. the most tired. So yeah. from the very beginning to the end, even like warm up. Yeah. How long in fueling? So I got to the track. I started warming up at 5.30 and we finished, I want to say around 10 to 10 30 somewhere in there so um longer so, than a marathon yeah yeah well because we start just jogging stretching dynamic stretches that takes half hour to 45 minutes plus you got the call room and all this time there's just so much nervous energy in your body there's just constant emotion going on that is also extra draining and every bar that you make is is even more emotionally you know, draining. Um, and so we then go out and get an hour on the runway. And then, you know, once the competition starts, you're waiting for some of the races to start. They, they pause you for that. And so while it doesn't seem in the grand scheme of things, I, I think I had 10 jumps out there, which probably doesn't sound like that much, but research has shown that I think the best jumps for a pole vaulter are between four and six. So we were on jump 10 and would have been going for 11. And that doesn't include any of the warm up jumps. So we would have been going for, you know, 11, 12, 30, you know, how many ever. And so it, it was long, it was hot, it was emotional. I mean, to have all I, my adrenaline was just electric at 90. And then you clear 90. And then you're just celebrating as much as you're trying to keep yourself in check. <laughs> and, you know, it's just Yeah, it really, especially 
following her. She was in such control throughout the competition and having to match her that that's just an added, um, emotion to it. And it just, yeah. So I think I, I said almost four hours, I think from the time we started on the runway warming up to the time we finished, it was, it was definitely over three and a half. It was, it was almost four. So I think one of the fun things with pole vault is you guys kind of get to play a game of chess, not checkers. <laughs> so you guys get to do this thing where you can pass a height, mm -hmm. no attempts, and then you have three attempts at each height. Mm -hmm. So then you can make an attempt and then decide, mm, I missed it. Let me just pass on to the next height. Mm -hmm. But then you only get the two attempts instead. Yeah. Or if you took two attempts and you only get one, yep. what comes into play when you guys make those decisions? My coach, <laughs> he makes all the decisions. Um, <clears throat> so for example, in this meet, I passed 75 and a big part of that decision was, so the difference between 475 and 480 is just two inches. It's that much, which in your head, 75 and 80 sounds very different because 80 for a vaulter is, is, is a pretty big bar. Um, but I knew if I wasn't making 75, I wasn't making 80. Like that was so to pass at 75, it was really because I wanted more energy at the end of the competition. It was because I knew enough girls would clear, or at least I, I figured enough girls would clear 75 that that wasn't going to do anything for a medal anyways. And so it was a risk and definitely one that I was a little nervous about. Um, my coach was, I kept looking at him like, are we sure? Are we sure? And, <laughs> and then I missed my first attempt at 80. I was like, are you sure? <laughs> are you, are you really sure? Can we go back down? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I take it back. I take it back. I take it back. Yeah. Um, but he said, you know, you've, you've earned this pass. Like you're trust. That's where you have to trust yourself, trust your coach, trust your equipment and just, and just, pole vault to the best of your ability, I guess, and just focus on my cues and what I'm trying to execute and just make that happen. And I, it really comes down to, um, the medals as well. Like that's you, what a lot of times when you see people passing is when medals are involved. And I did ask Brad at 90, if she made it first attempt, should I pass? And he's like, actually you're tied right now because, and bad that I didn't fully know the rules, but I knew that Nina had cleared 80 before I did, but it only goes back to the previous height when the competition is done. Wow. I actually don't so, think I realized that. Yeah. And so the, a lot of people don't understand and think that, that Nina actually won because she cleared 80. Um, so she missed at 75 her first attempt, but because I passed and did end up making 80, it was as if I made 75 first attempt. And so then when it goes to 80 and I missed my first attempt and she made it. If we had gone out at 85, she would have won because on at the bar before she made it first attempt and I made it second. But because we then went through 90 through 85, same attempt, 90, same attempt. Then when I went to 95 and we went out, that's why we were tied because we had the same number of misses throughout the competition. I'm so happy we have you on. Today. <laughs> yeah. like, honestly, like I've been trying to learn about pole vault. I've been joking. I'm like, I'm going to switch over to pole vault. That's right. Girl, you're going to put us all to shame. Yeah, Got to learn the rules. With that speed, with that jump. Why. I'm learning the rules. Like, Katie, you want to coach me? Like, yeah. can I you're probably going to be better than me if you, if you, if you learn. So no. Absolutely not. No, thank you. Hey, speed and hey, long jump approach is, is pretty darn similar. So, so tell us about jumping in this stadium because I hear rumors it's actually downhill. <laughs> so the way 
the pole vault runway is on the curve is there's a crown be so that the water runs off of it. So when we're on the curve, you know, there's a slight uphill and a slight downhill. It's very minute. It's very, very minute, but, but with where the pit was placed on that runway, it was at the very end. And with where a lot of our runs were starting, it actually felt like the majority of our run. It was just so fast. It was so good um, <laughs> that, I mean, you don't, you don't run it and think, wow, that's downhill, but it's just, wow, this feels really good. I feel fast. And I think just looking at, you know, how a track works and how that crown would work. Uh, it might've been, it might've been downhill for the majority of the run. <laughs> I had no idea as a no, distance runner that yeah. like, runways are different and that yes. makes it such a big deal yeah and i think the first time i really heard about that was in belgrade right okay like, was it wasn't that a special fast runway i don't know but is that the one where it was like on the yeah. hydraulics yeah so that was almost like a raised runway but level with the with the track so you could hear it kind of bouncing and you know when they bring raised runways out into the streets that's that's a similar kind of, of setup so um, yeah, you just, you kind of get ready for anything and you know, it's, I mean, all, everything's made with humans, so by humans for the most part. So there's always human error involved. And so any, any track, any runway you go to can be a little bit different, but that's why you bring a variety of poles, different, different stiffness and, uh, just the, your, your warmups will kind of tell you what you're going to be on that day. Explain this. Yeah. All right. So, so how many poles right, did you travel like, with? And then the for this meet, I traveled with seven, but normally. <sighs> Is that expensive? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw them at it here. I saw Karen who's having a great time with her athletes, by the way. Karen is living her best life right now being, <laughs> you know, an agent with just athletes doing Loggy's so agent. well. Yeah. So yeah, Loggy's agent, Deanna's agent. She's just having a ball. Um, and she's a huge factor as to why my polls show up where I need them to. Oh my gosh. She plans all my travel. She confirms them ahead of time. I finally just got a set of polls though that stay in Europe. And so I flew to London before I came here to pick them up because we had stored them there after the London Diamond League and makes it a little bit easier than flying them across the world because usually you have to go through Paris and Paris notoriously is not great with poles, but Air France is, I think the only airline that will take them one of the few, one of the very few because United stopped Delta stopped. Yeah. So we're limited. And so then by keeping a set over here, I can take, I live in Atlanta. So Delta is really great and I can fly direct to wherever they're at and then take a smaller flight from, from wherever in, in Europe to so where I need to go. Seven poles. Mm -hmm. Different stiffness, mm -hmm. same pole throughout the competition. When you change, why would one be stiffer than another? Yeah. And you can go as technical as you want. Mac and I like Please this. Get very yeah. no. So when you when you start, you, I mean, you're getting warmed up. You're you're not as fast and explosive, and so as you go, you get you get better and better. And so you start with a softer pole. We say it's it's less stiff. And you just start with that in warmups and kind of build your confidence. And then you'll go up a pole. And really the way that you know it's time to go up a pole is you just see the way that you're hitting the bar. So we can choose standard placement, which is you can push it farther back. You can move it farther up wherever your hips are peaking. We always keep it all the way buried because that just takes out a variable. And so if I always have it farther back and then... 
I know I, in warmups, I just try to get to the stiffest pull that I can. And then when the bar goes up, I know that I'll either clear it or it'll be a blow through miss, which means you're just hitting it on the way up, that your energy is moving so well that your hips are peaking past the bar and you're, you're hitting it on the front side. Um, that's, that's a good problem to have. And so that's why we just, you just kind of work your way up, but in warmups, I really do try to, to push pulls to get to the biggest one that I can. And, um, they put a bungee up so you can gauge where that is. And then, yeah, when, when competition starts, you just see, yeah, how, how you're taking off, how you're moving and, and, uh, how you're missing the bar ultimately or making it. And your coach, my coach makes a lot of those decisions, says, okay, go up a pull or go up and grip. You can do either. So much more technical. (laughs) There's a lot of variables. There are a lot of variables. I want to know what's the difference between your shortest pull and then your tallest pull. Yeah. I mean, really they're ultimately kind of the same, but the shorter, the ideally as a pole vaulter, you want to get on the longest, stiffest pole you can. And the better and more efficient you are, that, that that's going to happen. And so when I am coming in from a shorter run, just working on technique, I'll be on shorter poles. And then when I'm in a competition, what's funny is in practice, I do not touch. I don't even get close to the poles I touch in a competition because there's just some things that adrenaline, you, you can't make that happen in practice, but I'm on the same length. So as long as I'm on the same length pole, it's all relative and it will react similarly like it will react the same it's just you know I but yeah I don't even get close to my I'm again on the same length pole but in terms of how stiff it is I am not on the same same poles and practices competition I'm again coming from a place of ignorance I'm sure that there's (laughs) other people that are curious about these sort of things so like distance runners I'm heavier at the beginning of a season than I am at the end of the season Mm -hmm. does that change for you throughout the season and therefore the poles you're using differ sort of um not not in the way that you would think if anything what we do is at the beginning of the season I'm going probably to be heavier because you know we're we're building muscle my coach likes me to to not be too lean when I come in because we Um, put in high volume and if you're too lean that's when you can get injured so um but towards the end of the season, we we push in the weight room really hard because then at the end of the season, when you're peaking and you're leaning out, you're actually going to be a stronger version of that same weight than you were the year before. And because your body always kind of remembers how to, once you can push weight or move a certain speed and turn your legs over a certain speed, once you're able to do that, that's why we do, you know, over speed training and, and all of that, because your body, it's muscle memory at that point. And so even though I'm leaner and lighter at the end of the season, I'm a stronger version of that than I was the season before. That's the goal. And that's why we do that. So my body changes and leans out, but yeah, I'm actually on bigger poles at the end of the season than I would be at the beginning of the season, typically. All right. So this is like, there's so much more intricacies to the pole vault <laughs> yes. than is often shown. Mm-hmm. On air. Right. And we were talking earlier about the meet in Sweden that Mondo and Red Bull had put on. And it was Holly yes. had been commentating undivided attention for pole vault, mm-hmm. which must be nice to, <laughs> to finally great. have. But like, how do we make it more accessible as an event to fans of track? Because who are the potential pole vault fans? It's the distance runners and it's the sprinters and mm-hmm. it's the long jumpers. But we don't necessarily appreciate all the 
little things that are happening behind the scenes. Yeah. I think having someone like Holly in the booth is awesome because she can bring it to the crowd and uh, nothing against the the commentators. I think, look, I think Paul and, and Trey do a great job. Trey was a de- uh, decathlete, so he gets the pole vault. But having an announcer in the booth that just understands the sport and can explain it to a crowd while we're, why we're making these decisions, what's going on, I think that's huge. And Holly did a fan- fantastic job of that because she can relate it to the average person that just doesn't know about pole vault and, and teach them while still keeping the pole vault crowd engaged and, and yeah. You need to find someone just like that. <laughs> I, think, I think we need to find somebody <laughs> exactly so, like that. I'm in. I'm so in. Anytime you need your, like, your pole vault we, guru. We need somebody, Katie. I'm in. I'm in. Um, I'm so in. If There's definitely so many rules involved in the pole vault. What's like the worst one? Like what? What can we, what can we change? What? What? Do you have I mean, any if good you ask people, it'd be that we don't have to do a jump off for a gold medal. I think that'd be most people's vote. That's the worst rule in pole vault. I think is the best rule in pole vault right now. No, um, I don't know. It's hard to say because I just, I just, I'm so used to what what the rules are that it, I guess it, it's it's hard to say. Um, I, what's what's an interesting one is you used to be able to like hold the bar, the bar. on when yeah. you went over if you you were allowed to push it back up but yeah. then people were training to do that this yeah. was gosh way back and so then they they took that they took that out so were any records <laughs> if you, set that way I don't think I don't know if Boobka ever did it I know I I don't know, but I'm sure like, cause if you were kind of coming over it and you like pushed it back on, I haven't seen him specifically do it, but that's not to say he didn't do it. That's body control. Um, yeah. Part of me is like, I guess if you can, it, yeah. but. It's absolutely amazing. I, I was at a track meet once upon a time. I'm not going to snitch on the athlete that I saw <laughs> do it, but I watched it. them do it yeah. and I was kind of like. And sometimes the officials they, will catch it and sometimes the they don't. did not catch it. Yeah. And I was just like. That was very smooth. Job yeah. well done. Yeah. And maybe maybe the official did, but he's like, you know what? I'll give it Forget to him. Forget it. Um, but yeah, they, it's, yeah, that's not allowed. So it's, that's an interesting one. So you were saying that you're, you're a track fan. Like yes. you like track and field. Track. You post so much on Twitter of other <laughs> events and I love that. Oh, Why don't more athletes shout each other out, right? Like. Give that appreciation. I just love it. I grew up like my brother's the biggest track and field fan. And of course the rest of my family then as because they didn't have a choice if they wanted to <laughs> get involved in conversations with us, they had to become a track fan. So, um, yeah, I love the sport. I just, when I'm out there even competing, if people are running past me, like I'll be cheering for them. I just, I love it so much. So you were saying that you wish that you were able to watch the 1500. While was, well, it was funny because it was going there, on while yeah. I was out there. But in that moment, I, I mean, I could have if I wanted to. I was a little preoccupied. <laughs> um, but yeah, just I I love the mid-distance races because I, I'm so fascinated by things that I'm not good at. And just a sprint for that long is just crazy to me. Um, I, I love all track events, but definitely like 18 or 18, 1800, 800. <laughs> I'm such a track fan. Um, 800, 1500 are kind of the two that I, I definitely, there's just strategy and I mean, it's a sprint, so it's just pretty crazy to watch, but all the events right now are just so fun. So we're going to the track the next two nights to cheer everyone on. And then where can we see the rest of the season? 
I am going to go to Zurich. We have our pole vault in the train station this year. I'm so excited. And then I'll go to Prefontaine for the final. You guys get to have pole vault competitions in some of the coolest places. It's awesome. It's so much fun because the crowd (laughs) is literally right next to the runway. And you just, it's... It's so much fun. It I really... do think that's one of the special things of pole vault is you guys yes. do have just straight pole vault meets that yeah. are in these absolutely amazing places. You guys do get to have fans out there. And yeah. hopefully we can bring in some more fans for pole vault because you guys so. deserve it. You, thank you. You've <laughs> a fan of pole I mean, vault within you. the past two years. <laughs> Great. Well, thank you so much for sitting down with us. Thank um, you. We're a little mad that you didn't bring the medal with you. I am so sorry. I just... I. <laughs> I just can't be trusted with things that special. <laughs> like I, I don't know what to do with myself and with it, and it's so bad. Well, hopefully we hear. More. Maybe I'll give you my coach's medal to <laughs> make up for it. He he will be Deal. so mad at me, yeah. but Deal. I'm in. Uh, but hopefully we hear more of your voice explaining how to do the pole vault with such detail very very soon. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you so much. Thank and you guys.